Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they can or can't hang, from life in a nutshell to boomerang, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. Hey, was that a rhinoceros? The park ranger said, it's my co-host, Evan. One of the last left in the wild. It's my co-host, Saker. I'm one of the last Sakers. That's probably true. TBH. Really? There's not a whole lot of Sakers in the wild. Yeah. I mean, there's not a lot of... Are there a lot of people in the wild? Oh. Like wild men? Well, what is the wild? Mountain folk? People outside are in the wild, aren't they? I suppose, but like... Hey, the, the like just like a person living like a animal life out in the wild, like like a I guess like a survivalist. Ain't the concrete jungle the wild? I don't Those know, man. Those big city Wall Street investors—they're living in the wild. Yeah, they're the, they're well, the I guess they're is, the lions and we're the sheep. They're we, just taking our money and turning it into bitcoin. Oh, I thought you were gonna rhyme there. Turn it into jeep. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is the I guess what's the opposite of being wild? Being domesticated? Yes. You can't domesticate a human. You certainly can. I think that. By Isn't nature. that like slavery? Dude, Jesus. Isn't that domesticated yeah. humans? I guess. Yeah, that's it's pretty, sh- pretty shitty, isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. Okay, so <laughs> I would say that there are a lot more wild humans now than there were. Uh, yeah, what does it mean to be wild? To be uncontrolled? To be able to make, Webster defined. To, make, oh, to be able to make your own decisions, right? Uh-huh. I don't know. Do you want me to see? Well, I, so I guess dom- you could say domestication is any human. Any human that lives in a society is domesticated. Because we uh, we follow rules we follow regulations hmm i i mean we're ostensibly free but like you know we have to pay for the stuff we use we have to you know not just go off and fucking kill somebody but i know you want to i know saker really wants to go off but we could no we can't i mean we we could live off the land we could any of us could be wild well but like a house cat can't be wild i think i would die house cats can be wild they're like the deadliest predators in, in the urban neighborhood, aren't they? Like, e- house, cat, house cats kill yeah, more, shit. like, birds and shit yeah, than anything else. And I they don't even right. eat them. They just fucking throw them in the trash. Living, They're the worst. Living or growing in the natural environment. So I guess, no, we are not, we're not yeah, wild. We were definitely domesticated. We're domesticated. But then the definition for domesticated is fond of home life and housework. <laughs> that's the humorous definition. Well, and I do love home life. I like home life. I'm not a fan of housework. No. no. Who is? TBH. There are some people who do like cleaning. Like, I like the feel of a clean house, but I don't like to do it. You know what I like? I like the the Sisyphean tasks. I like laundry. I like dishes. Things that never end? Yeah. I kind of dislike, like, projects. Like, build a deck. Like, because that, I can't, I feel like I wouldn't be any good at that. But like, this, I have practiced. I've practiced doing dishes so many times. I've run the sweeper well, not often, but, <laughs> you know, that's fun. Those are fun because they're mindless, too. You can listen to a podcast and do the dishes and be yeah, like, I guess, this I is guess, a good time. I guess. I always feel like they're going to take a lot more time than they do. Especially, like, I'm like, oh, man, I just set aside like an hour to clean the kitchen, but it takes like 10 minutes. Yeah, right. Laundry is one of those where I'm like, I, everyone's different. Like, and if you're not neuro- neurotypical, that's whatever. But like, laundry, I think, is the easiest thing. It takes... Zero. T- you bring it downstairs, throw it in, put set the timer, and you're done. Which right? when you, when you get it out, you got to fold it. Well, so, yeah, yeah, that's true. You don't Folding. just wad it up into a. You could. You could. It's you clean. Could. Those are wild clothes. Those are wild clothes. <laughs> living in the natural environment. Just um, toss your clothes out in the backyard and then just use them as necessary. I do domesticate my clothes. I like yeah. to keep them. Um, yeah, right. I, they're fond of housework. I'm really lucky in that my my partner loves doing laundry. Oh, nice. Yeah, I've talked. I check in with him occasionally just to make sure that he he doesn't feel put upon. But he really enjoys doing laundry. How did I'm wondering how so I haven't that... done laundry in like 
15 years, to be honest. How did that arrangement uh, blossom? Did he just start doing your laundry one day, or no, did I'm, you ask I'm him? doing my laundry, and it's one of those you're doing it wrong sort of situations. Oh, okay. Where he told me I'm doing it wrong. I'm like, okay, well, show me how to do it. And he's like, I, you know, that, and we tried to talk about it. He's like, yeah, I actually really like doing laundry. I like folding. It's like, like you said, it's like mindless. Yeah. So, like, we'll be watching TV, and he'll just fold the laundry yeah. and stuff like that. And I hate doing laundry, so yeah. it's a perfect, perfect scenario. See, my partner says I'm doing it wrong, but then continues to let me do it, because she doesn't give a shit how I look, I guess. No, ours is the dishwasher. We all have... We all have the, arg- the dishwasher arguments. Sure. You got those dishwasher arguments? No, I love the dishwasher. I love doing the we dishes. Both, I love emptying we, the dishes. Neither of us like doing the dishwasher. Oh, okay. The dishwasher has two settings. It has the full dishwasher, and then it has like the eco setting where it only washes for like an hour. Uh, our, our dishwasher. Does it get it clean? It does. Okay. So what's My partner the... denies that it does. Oh, I see. Okay, got and it. Say it's better for the planet, better for a water bill. Uh-huh. My partner just got to put those three and a half hour dishes in. Sure. Yeah. Well, it feels... I mean... It feels better. It feels better to know that, you know, I'd rather do something three times if it costs me no effort than to do it once. <laughs> but it doesn't mean you're using water and energy, right? And it's The planet's dying. Who gives a shit at this point? <laughs> Give it up. Uh, like Corona. The looming We've all given up on Corona, co- right? Collapse, collapse. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we have given up on Corona, haven't we? Yeah. Yeah, bro. I mean, if you're vaxxed and waxed. Ready for or, snacks. Yeah, yeah. Mask up and go out. And, yeah. I mean, I've had it twice. Yeah, you got, you're gonna. Ain't no thing. You're trying to collect all the variants. Damn right. Yeah, you had uh, alpha, and then Del- you had like beta. You yeah. had like I the had, pre-release. Like, yeah, <laughs> and then you had uh, I alpha tested the coronavirus. Yeah, you, you had delta. You might still yeah. get omicron. I could. I That's could. exciting. Although I've been I've been exposed to omicron a bunch of times and never gotten it. Yeah, like I was literally playing with your son, and he had like snot on my face when he had <laughs> he had like covid i don't i did not get it i don't know what secret covid we had but we literally had 15 people over that night and i had covid and didn't know it because i was asymptomatic and Mm -hmm. nobody got it and who the fuck knows i mean it was a it's a miracle covid and we even tongue kissed we did a bunch of times all night long we played uh we played uh uh ookie cookie (laughs) (laughs) ookie cookie look at my teeth (laughs) uh yeah lots of fun we had a good time yeah um Speaking of a good time, let's talk about this week's song. This week's song is called The National Park. And if you've never heard it before, here's a quick sample. Speaking of the earth dying. And the looming specter of ecological collapse. Jesus. Yeah, this is a very serious song about uh, about all those things. About how the wild is uh, folding in on itself. But you know, I think it's also about more than that. <laughs> Don't you? Doesn't it seem like a metaphor? For what? Well, that's a good question. Kevin is domesticated, but he wants to be wild. That could be. He wants to appreciate the wild. Y- y- yeah. Yeah. He well, wants to be wild even though he knows he knows he would never survive out there. Do I, do you think he wants to be wild? What gave you that impression? Well, he wants to like be in that because he, he's dreaming of the national park, right? So right. He's, he's dreaming of being wild, being out there, being amidst the mountains and majestic beauty of nature, knowing that it's never to be, that he wouldn't, he's not really fit for it. Um, okay. I think, right? Yeah. That's, I don't why, know he, that he that's why he says the darkness 11 times. I don't know that he doesn't think he's fit for it. Uh, this is because he's scared of the dark. I've been on the trip. 
With all the others afraid of the dark Lying awake in the national park Yeah, okay, okay, okay. I could see that. Well, it's beautiful in the light and the dark, is what he says. I don't know if he's scared of the dark, but like... Well, with all the others afraid of the dark. Oh, so he's the only one who's not? Maybe. <laughs> okay. I mean, you can read that both ways. With all the others who are also afraid of the dark, or with the, all, all the others who are afraid of the dark. Right. Not me, though. Well... He loves the dark. Yeah. I mean, if, if the card says you can target any other player, you cannot target yourself. The Correct. others who are afraid of the dark. Yes. I was not afraid of the dark. You can target any other's player. Yes, that's right. Um, yeah, I thought... Well, number one, I thought this had to be a metaphor because just the framing of it is so weird. Like, we you don't spend the night in the national... That's not how a national... It I is mean, if it's like in... I bet you can spend it like in your national park in like Kenya or something, wherever the fuck he was. Well... Yeah, maybe, but then do you still have like a park ranger with you the whole oh, time? Oh, yeah. I bet there's like a, it was like a park ranger slash tour guide. Also, this is a group of adults who are all afraid of the dark. I think Kev is just projecting. <laughs> okay, that's what I kind of thought too. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Kev is looking at a photo album and he's remembering this trip that he went on with his ex girlfriend where they went to the Monica. National Park. Monica, she had that haircut. Everybody loved her in the 90s. Yeah. Uh, who the fuck played Monica? Was that Jennifer Love Hewitt? <laughs> Jennifer Jugs Hewitt. <laughs> oh, no. no Is that a... what you used to call her no. when you were a kid? <laughs> I uh, it was, what's her name? I don't know. Patty. Patty? Patty. Patty, Patty Grable. Okay. So, you Patty, know. he's dreaming of his, his ex, Patty Grable, and he's afraid that when he closes the photo album, The Darkness, um, that he will... Uh, you know, forget the relationship. The relationship goes away as soon as he closes it because he can't remember it anymore. The darkness, the darkness, the darkness. You're projecting not only... Okay, so Kev goes on this vacation, but you're projecting a romantic, like a girlfriend. I think he's conflating this relationship with this trip that they took together. What relationship? There's no mention of a relationship. Well, of course there is. Go on. Uh, well, you know, when he talks about living in balance in a state of bliss, was the world all once like this? He's remembering the good times that they had together when they visited the National Park. Living in balance in a state of bliss, was the world all once like this? But yes. Who? Him and Patty. Oh, really? <laughs> so he's asking stupid questions to prolong the existence of this fictional scenario he's invented. He's had like... Is that a rhinoceros? <laughs> Which is... Hey, was that a rhinoceros? The park ranger said, of course it was. One of the last left in the wild. And the wild is a thousand miles. The singular stupidest question I've ever heard you in my life. You did hear him talk about this song, right? On the little two yeah. at noon? Yeah. He said, yeah, I went to Africa and saw a rhinoceros. That's the end of the story. Basically. Well, did you see... The 30-second version or the two minutes and 30 seconds? I saw the 30-second version. Well, 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 you got to click through to the Instagram link where you see the full tune at noon. Where, <laughs> where he brings out his puppets and, and talks he through did, them. He did a little bit of a puppet show about, uh, yeah. Um, but Ed actually calls out that same line where he's, uh, uh, well, number one, Kev talks about that it is literally about a trip to Africa with his cousin Harlan Williams. Oh, well, there's no girlfriend involved. <laughs> no, there's no girlfriend involved. <laughs> And seeing a rhino that was unable to be wild because it was in a park. Um, but this this song, I don't know. This song sounded like it was scared of freedom Commitment. rather than scared of confinement. I think it was, I don't think, it, was it scared? I don't know. I don't know what this song was. I liked it. It's a song about being wistful, right? For like, yeah. 
a time that for a bygone era. Yeah, for a time that that you could you could never have experienced because you would have been eaten by like a gibbon yeah, or something. Sure, sure. Um, a baboon but, would have taken your face right off. Ed makes fun of Kevin's rhino line, which made me really happy as well. Um, but then Ed says, "This is the song that got stuck in his head more than any other song when they were making the album." Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. Mm. Ev is doing his bird sounds compilation right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, so he really loves this song. It's so funny how each of the Brandica ladies kind of loves the shittiest song from the other Brandica ladies on I mean, this I album. I liked no, this, this song. This song is good. Yeah. I liked it okay. But for it to be like the song for him instead of like Flip or Good Life or... I, I think it's like the best Kev song on the album thus far. What do we have to compare it to? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Do you remember? Big Backyard. Baby. Yeah, okay. That's right. Uh, That's the only one I remember. I know there's another one. Um, Big Backyard. Uh, No, not Flat Earth. Here Together is a Jimmy. Bylaw. I love. This is definitely better than Big Backyard (laughs) and Bylaw. Is it better than Bylaw? I don't know. But we still have. I will say that Bylaw has been the song that's been stuck in my head the most out of this album. I don't know why. Uh, somebody gave me a little Law. spoiler from the end of the album. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last song, Internal Dynamo, is a Kev Jim song. Ooh. So we still have one Kev to look forward to. Yeah, on they're tickling album. each other the whole time. <laughs> You're an internal dynamo. Uh, I assume that's how the song goes. Um, but uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. And we also have Way of the Heart, which is the cut B-side from this album that's only available on the vinyl. Uh, that's a Kev song. But we're not going to do that one, are we? Oh, we eventually. (laughs) Once we spin out into infinity with this podcast. We really should nail down what the fuck we're doing with this. Uh, We'll do it off mic. Okay, that's fine. So this is a very Kev song. Like, I know Ed has a lake house, but like, Kev seems like the kind of guy who just would like, wander into the veldt and disappear, like just fade into the mist. Well, Kev or Ed? Kev. Kev. Yeah. Oh yeah, 100%. Ed seems like the kind of guy who would wander into a forest and make himself a fucking log cabin. Yes, he 100% does. Yeah, Kev would wander into the fog and as soon as he hits that wall of fog, he just turns into mist himself. (laughs) Uh, It it just evaporates him. Um, I felt like this song, like I shouldn't have been surprised when Kev's voice rang out. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I was thinking about it. It's kind of a semi-sequel to watching the Northern Lights. Very, very much so. Like Planetarium vibe yeah. and they, out in the National they Park. They fucking love their Planetarium openings that, in this album. Like, I was so 50% of the songs have Planetarium so, openings. So excited that there's so many Planetarium openings. Billions and billions album. Oh my God. Yeah, that it just fucking rules. But the Planetarium in this one only lasts for like a second, which is kind of a bummer. But we will, we'll get it back on next song. <laughs> we'll get more Planetarium vibes. Damn right. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I do think... I mean, Kev is really kicking ass on, especially the lyrics to this really? song. I thought a shot of bourbon and urban decay. Yes, that was actually a really good one. Ooh, what a dream lyric! Back to the city, I'm on my way. A shot of bourbon and urban decay. But in the grove, I will say there are 186 words in this song. Do you want to say what percentage of them are national the park or dark? <laughs> um, what just percent? what percentage? I'm what? I bet it's over 50. No, it's I'm going to over 50. It's not? <laughs> okay. All right, I'm going to say uh, 38. 21%. Wow. Don't you hate when you think you have an impressive number and then somebody way over Yeah, I mean, 21% of the words in this song are... I thought it was 38. I thought it was 50. Your statistic is stupid. No, that's a lot. Every fifth word is darkness or national park. <laughs> wow, that's a bummer. 
Are you counting national and park as two different lyrics, or are you counting national park as... National and park are different words. Oh, okay. Also, then that's even smaller than I thought it was. It's just that ending. The tale on this song... Where he says the darkness 11 times. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, kind of bizarre. I mean, it doesn't surprise me, because this is what Kev does, is he loves to just spin out at the end of these songs. Um, but I did like the end of this song where it slowly started to strip down yeah. more and more. And he said it so many times it like lost meaning and became just sort of a sound. Faded into the darkness. Yeah. yeah. I really liked, I think the, the instrumentation in this song was really lush, which I really enjoyed. Yes, yeah. it certainly was. Yeah, the ending kind of reminded me of like a David Byrne sort of talking heads song. <laughs> it's some I, I don't know in what respect, but it just gave me that uh, that vibe. Um, he does have, uh, when he's saying the darkness at the end, would you call him playing the piano over that a solo? Because it's not solo, but because uh, he's singing as well. Yeah, I would say sure. Okay just checking then it's a great solo <laughs> yeah yeah okay i mean the it's it's this like nice piano behind like a nice some nice jibbledy jabs on the keys while kev repeats some words which is fine and then yeah. the piano cuts out and the song keeps going like there's a long tail but not yeah. bad not no, bad not bad at all i honestly i maybe we've become inured to the bare naked ladies i was playing this song upstairs about an hour ago uh, just to remember it before we recorded this episode and my partner and, and child were there. And I said, what do you think of this song? And she was like, what song? <laughs> I was like, the song's playing. She's like, I didn't even realize there was a song playing. <laughs> I said, well, listen to it now. She said, it's incredibly generic. <laughs> I said, all right, that's fair enough. But I was like into it. So I think we have been, I mean, we've said it before, but we've been Stockholm syndrome yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, at this point. Um, though, yes. The instrumentation, the percussion on this song is just so great. It's so crisp and clean. Like right after the bridge, we've got these like really hard snares Mm -hmm. that sound really snappy. And then in some places it's doing like a lot of shakers and like knocks and stuff like on the bridge. Uh, And then there's like those like wolf howl synths. Yeah. Reminded me of like a cassette tape I bought at like a... uh, a park when I was in middle school. Yeah. It's like wolf howls and like Native American music. Did you? <laughs> and, and synthesizers. Would you Would you play that often? Was that, did you spin oh, Yeah, that it was one? one of my two favorite like uh, really? tapes. I was really into New Age when I was in like fourth grade. Or, I'm I sorry, grade of, four for our Canadian listeners. I, I liked listening to, uh, was it Hearts of Space? Whatever. Uh, uh, there was like an NPR program that would come on from like 11 to 2. Yeah. And it was just like... They were trying to get the comet to come closer. Yeah, yeah. They said, put your white robes on, drink your Kool-Aid, and here's a wall of sound. Yeah. That and like a Vangelis. Yeah, Vangelis Blade yeah. Runner soundtrack. Yeah, the, uh, Chariots of Fire. Yeah. Vangelis Direct, I think, was this other cassette tape I had. Oh, okay. I've never listened to them as a band. Just the it's Blade a, Runner It's just soundtrack. a guy, I think. Oh, okay. I see. Isn't it? Do you want me to find out no, for you? I don't want to live in ignorance, please. <laughs> All right. Well, I want to find out for it's myself. It's my right as an American. Don't tell me. Just so I can lord it over you. Uh, okay. I have it in my head. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a guy. Oh, my God. Do you, do you if, if you think it's a guy, do you know his real name? Vance Glellis. <laughs> Vance G. Ellison. Uh, Evangelos Odysseus Papathanusio. <laughs> He's a Greek musician mm. but damn what a name that's yeah. uh that's quite a name greeks and their names i love it greeks 
<laughs> the Greeks and the names. <laughs> no other culture doesn't like the Greeks, baby. They got names for days. Um, yeah, great, great. Um, but great. yeah, man, we have, yes, we've we've got some strings. Uh, Ed's twangy guitar just I sounds. It was like a, it wasn't delightful. It sounded almost like Spanish influenced. Like a this song You're, is like a, a tincture of of flamenco. Sure. You're only saying that because when you turn it on 1.5 speed, yeah. it sounds very flamenco. It sounds like a, like a Spanish guitar lick. Yeah, yeah let me play like, a little bit of the flamenco dancing of here. Of National Park. Of National Park. National Park. Living in balance in a state of bliss. Was the world all once like this? But now I love it. Like the... It wasn't. I feel like a lot of song, like well, the definitely um, rollout was the 100% improved by the right. 1.5. This is a. It was a good song at 1.5 speed, but not as good as the original song. Both of them were good, but in different ways. I thought. Okay. But Kev, like the music, I thought was better when you turned it up. Different flavor. Um, right. And Kev sounded like kind of rushed. Okay. Was it good? I want to go to a national park. <laughs> I mean, is that is that's not how that's I want to rhinoceros. Kev. I want Kevin to be relaxed when he talks to me. I want him to feel like we're friends. I want him to feel like he can repeat words a lot. A lot. (laughs) (laughs) I think, have I mentioned before, maybe Kev has echolalia? I don't think he has echolalia. I think he wants, like, like wanting to live in in a national park, Kev also wants echolalia. Sure, that makes sense. Um, Yeah, I don't know. He's, uh, but he's very fond of... I don't know where he picked that up and if he realizes that he does it. Do you think he knows that he has a problem? <laughs> I bet at this point he has to, right? Like, at this point in your career, when you've had your 15 albums deep, or 13, right. however many he's been with the band. Right. Well, plus his solo shit. And you've been scrutinized to the extent that he has. Like, and I, he's not like a Taylor Swift or anything where right. billions of people are, you know, dissecting every fucking movie makes, but... At the same time, like he has to be have been made aware at least. Yeah, nobody's stopping him. So obviously, why would you? Well, because you're not successful anymore. I mean, you're mildly successful. You're gonna you're gonna reach number eighty nine on the top one hundred adult oh, contemporary charts. Damn right. That's where he. That's where he likes to be. That's where they like to be. Okay, yeah. so they're happy with there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Domesticated adult contemporary charts. D- they are very domesticated, aren't they? They've become a domesticated. Yeah. Band. The band like earlier on. Yeah. Maybe this is a, a a song about the band. We already had a good life, which was about who's the, the band. rhinoceros. Is that Steve? Oh my god. Yeah, I see Steve from across the way and I go, is that Steve? And Ed goes, of fucking course it is. Don't talk to him. So Kev is our Ed is our national park ranger here. Yeah. Uh, who's, you know, sort of in control of the whole park. Right. Steve's, and Steve's getting a lot of attention. Sure. And he can't be himself sure. because of all the attention Steve's getting. Oh my god. And then the darkness of the, the darkness. PPE. Of course. Do you think this oh is, this, this is uh, Kev's yellow submarine? This is Kev's <laughs> Oh man, living in balance in a state of bliss was the world all once like this. I feel like BNL was not in balance or in a state. Of, I think they've become a state. Like I think I'm, BNL is a much more balanced band. It, it may have been detrimental to their musical, sure, like quality. But overall, I think they're a far more comfortable and balanced band than they were with Steve. Like no one's yelling at them. That's or, probably true. You know, jumping up and down and saying no, 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 yeah, no, no. yeah. Um, I don't know. You know, you don't imagine those stunt days were pretty bad. No, they were probably, you know, uh, living a life of of over. Uh, yeah, they were showing their butts to people in front of the White House. Right. Yeah, that's right. Um, 
whipping out their schlongs and being all naked and greasy. They loved being naked and greasy. That's that was their thing. Yeah. When they gave up the naked song every album, that's when I knew that Bienna was truly through. Like, that was it for me. Once they stopped <laughs> Do being naked. Do you think naked. they think they're done? No. I think they think they're comfortable. They seem very happy. Have mm-hmm. we switched positions? You're always the one to tell me this. I'm always <laughs> the one that smells doom and gloom. And then you're like, nope, they're happy at being number 100 in Canada. 89. Hey, speaking of good life, mm-hmm. did you see the uh, Canadian Olympic team? No. The Canadian Olympic uh, Committee uh, put together like a best of compilation of like all of the Canadian Olympic moments and they said it to fucking good life. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thoughtful yes. Yeah. I mean, good, good. Good, good life. It's a good life. It's a good life. It's a good, what a good great life. song that is. It made me feel good watching it. Yeah, like, they seemed happy. Damn, I'm proud of Canada. It's not it's, my home yeah, country. It was, it was a great. It was a great video up to the point where they threw all those little bouncy balls onto the street, and I was afraid when the dancers were going to break their legs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was talking about the Canadian Olympic video. Oh, but... I'm sure that's fine too. <laughs> do you think? Do you think it's more it's just, or less? It's just impressive? hundreds of people like silver meddling. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember, but probably. I'm sure. Actually, I think. But the, I bet Canadians are pretty good at Winter Olympics. Uh, I bet they. I bet their showing in Winter Olympics is far outstrips their Summer Olympics showing. Yeah, that's probably true. You get a you get a place like that. Um, Canada, you know, a place like that, people like those. <laughs> Canada got four golds, eight silvers, and fourteen bronzes. Not bad. Twenty-six medals in total. Nice. Uh, they ranked number eleven on uh, wow. on the what is ROC? I wanna be at the ROC. ROC. Oh, Russian Olympic Committee. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, they ranked below. Who do you think ranked above Canada? Canada, U.S. Yeah, China. Yeah. Let's see if you can name six of the oh, uh, ten. Uh, Germany. Yes. Number uh, three. What? China was number... Or sorry. Germany number two. China number three. U.S. number four. Who's number one? Who's the coldest country you could think of? Antarctica. Antarctica. Country and continent. Yes. Ranked number one. <laughs> Bunch of fucking penguins. Did it. Did it. No. Uh, all right. Never mind. This is not a fun game for anyone to listen to, nor is it for you to play. Um, so... Uh, but who's number one? Number one was Norway. 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 Um, and we had Norway, Sweden, the Netherlands on this list. Oh, okay. all those. Uh, well, I mean, Danish. I feel like a cold Scandinavian. Dan- Scandinavian. Denmark is a country in Scandinavia. S- yeah. Okay. I I don't know anything about anything. Now you do. <laughs> now I do. And if you say it again, it'll be for willful ignorance. <laughs> okay. It'll gotcha. just be being malicious. Who do you think? Now did, that I've educated you. Who do you think did the worst? T- country twenty-seven out of twenty-seven. <sighs> I hate to say it, but I bet it's some African country. Oh wow! Right, just because of, just because uh, there's no snow there. Um, I don't actually see any African countries on oh, the they, list. They didn't even. Maybe they didn't even place. Probably. I don't know. Because like Jamaica, they got a bobsled team. Yeah, there were three countries that just won one bronze. No, good for them. That would be Estonia, Latvia, and Poland. Oh, okay. Well, Baltic <laughs> st- Baltic states got it. <laughs> All right. Anyway, this is meaningless to everyone. Well, they might be part of the Soviet Union soon. Oh, yeah. How about that? Hey, you think they're happy to rejoin the, uh, the motherland? Rejoin the ROC? Yeah. Hoo-hoo-hoo. <laughs> yeah, just wait till they invade Ukraine, and uh, that'll be fun. So this is a thoughtful song yeah. <laughs> in execution, but I think that thoughtfulness can lead to kind of a difficulty to be able to hold on to anything. Like, there's not really a chorus to this song. No, there isn't. No. And it, if, if, it, if there is, it's like a really weird kind of like pseudo chorus, just like every time when he says the National Park, oh, the National Park, which is just really the end of a line. Um, 
but I don't know. I do. I love the synths. The do 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 do. And I've mentioned it before, yep. and I'm gonna put in the sample again. But it reminds me of the fucking line music for the Millennium Force at Cedar Point. <laughs> This song rules. I love the Millennium Force song. I do love that, uh, like, amusement park space music. Yes! Just, like, the it's numbers great. all filed off. It's yes. just synth arpeggios and, like, and, like, some background horns. and Yeah, I agree. It's it's amazing. Do you think we could just do that for a living? Just make sci-fi? Do you think the people who do that are really happy? They go into work every fucking day and they're like, yeah! And I bet they wear like a, a black turtleneck, jeans. I'm sure they are neither really happy, nor do they go into work every day and compose space <laughs> music, nor do they make a living off of doing it. <laughs> Cedar Point pl- paid the guy who made that music $1,000, and they've used it for 40 years, I'm sure. Well, Millennium Force is only just from... one guy who does it. Yeah. One girl. Uh, well, it's a guy. It's got to be a guy. Yeah. They've been doing it since the 50s. Yep. Steven Music. <laughs> He's the, the number one guy. When you want some music. Steven Space. Dave Chipotle. <laughs> Microcasting. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, love the one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three, one, two. It's four, four time, but man, that like syncopation makes it feel so much more exciting. Ty is kicking ass on this song. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's good, good shit. Um, lots of great harmonies, too. Get those harms. Get those harms. we got this post-bridge vocalization that sounds very gym-like as well. Mm-hmm. Like, this one is kind of like the best of all the ladies. They're really putting it together on this song. Yeah, I guess, yeah, Ed's, Ed's guitar lick is pretty good. Yeah, I, I, it really added a Better lot Better when me. you speed it up at 1.5 speed, I, I but, uh... <laughs> but it shouldn't feel, it should feel twangy and country. You made it feel Spanish. It felt Spanish even when... At normal speed, to me, to me, like, yeah. Like I said, it's like a tincture. Like yeah. you know, you have like a tincture of uh, ayahuasca or something, which is water that has been next to ayahuasca. Okay, sure. The like, liquor ayahuasca. Yeah, there's nothing. There's no ayahuasca in it or something like that. Okay, all right. You done ayahuasca? No. Okay. You planning on it? No. <laughs> I hear it's quite an experience and one I don't want to have. Once you've had a child, you're pretty much done with uh, with heavy drugs. <laughs> is that correct? I feel like I don't know when I get old. You'll just get addicted to heroin, yeah. (laughs) Why not? It's good stuff. Nothing to lose at that point. I mean, yeah. Why not? (laughs) I cannot argue with you. I don't know why not. Why not? For me, it's because I love my family and I want to watch them grow old. No, I mean, but you're already old, right? Yeah, but you're going to die if you do heroin when you're 60. I'm not going to do it when I'm 60. I'm doing it like I'm 80. (laughs) You're already 40. Oh, okay. Well, then you're definitely going to die. Well, you're 80. (laughs) Guess. You're definitely going to die anyway. You can microdose heroin, I'll bet. That would be fun. <laughs> the look. Just did. like taking an aspirin? Yeah, I guess. Is there heroin in an aspirin? No. Okay. No. <laughs> All right, I'm an idiot. Um, Ebba, what else do you have to say about this song? Jeez, I got... <sighs> Rhinoceros, man. <laughs> okay. Is Kevin the asshole or is the park ranger the asshole? Why? Kevin's asking a stupid fucking question. But the park ranger says, of course it is, which is a shitty answer. Well, maybe he's like, of course it is. He's like really happy. <laughs> I guess. That's not the impression I mean, this I is got. a park ranger who's probably showing around 30 fucking white people right. from America and Canada. Yeah. And probably a couple Japanese people. Sure. Just who are just taking pictures and being shits and 
you know, being. So do you, so you're saying he's tired? I bet he's tired. Yeah. Okay. He so wants he, to be out there killing poachers. So he's the asshole. He wants to be shooting them. Okay. He wants to be killing. He wants to be murdering people because <laughs> you're allowed yes, to. Yes, the That's old. That's why everyone comes for the dark oh, tourism. I need to go to that black web tour of the savannah. <laughs> you just sit in a fucking blind, waiting for someone to shoot a rhino, and then you gun them down. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hit him with a rocket launcher. I wouldn't want to shoot somebody. If I kill somebody, I want it to be personal. So you're gonna sneak up behind him with like a garrote. Yes. Oh, yes. That's a good one. Saw through their neck. Oh, my gosh. Saw sounds... two through their neck. You're going to put them in a, uh, a hypercube? <laughs> I'm going to do Jigsaw from the Book of Saw through their neck. What is it? Spiral. <laughs> Fuck, I forgot. Who cares? Oh, uh, yeah. Who cares? Um, yeah, so you didn't have anything else. Rhinoceros. Sorry. And Crispin Stone. Sorry? Chris... Is that the Book of... Book of uh, oh, Cyril, Book of Saw. I think it's Chris Rock. Crispin Stone. I understand <laughs> the funny little thing that you did today. <laughs> I get one a day, right? Crispin Stone. I understand Stone for Rock, but Crispin for Chris is a lateral move at best. <laughs> what would you have said? I would have said, what's what's a synonym for Chris? I would have said Topher Stone. <laughs> That's a good one. Topher, Topher Shale. Topher Shale. Go, go A to C. Wait, what's... Uh, Shale. Bale. Hey. Christian Topher, Bale. Christian Bale. <laughs> <laughs> I would have said Christian Bale. Chris Rock, Christian Bale. This is meaningless. <laughs> I'm so happy we're almost done with this podcast. All right. Ev, why don't you tell me what game show this is about? Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is about, of course, the 2013 to present, now in its 13th season, Naked and Afraid. Oh, exciting. Okay. It's an American reality game show where a man and a woman are stripped of all their clothes. <laughs> They have one little like bindle bag across their, and they are allowed to bring one thing like a knife or duct tape or a fire starter or something. But their little bag has a camera, map, wireless audio recorder okay. so that they can be recorded. And there's a camera crew, but they can't intervene except in the medical emergency. Um, and uh, it's so it the man and the woman every episode they have to survive for 21 days in a rando not random location, but like they shoot in like a, a semi-hostile location. And okay. Some of these I would much rather be in than others. Like, okay. Alabama sounds better than, like, the Australian Outback. Oh, yeah. Because Alabama, sure. I mean, don't get me wrong. Alabama. It'll, it'll suck. Like, you're probably in some swamp or some shit yeah, in Alabama. Okay. Or the mountains or something. Just yeah. something somewhere ho- semi-hostile. But, like, or, like, in, uh, um, the fuck is that? Borneo. Like, n- like you would, it's horrible. There's, sure. there's so many poisonous <laughs> animals there. Like. If I was, I was just thinking the other day, if I was like lived in Australia, I would be so scared for my kid all the time because my kid's oh, yeah. just like we were talking about it last night. Yeah, like all of our lurkos, all of our little lurkos. <laughs> yeah, like I, my uh, Japanese friend is like I, I know I can I can tell the difference between Australians and Americans because like uh, America, uh, Australians see a spider and they're like backing away like oh no spider, and Americans like oh what's that fucking spider and like going up and touching the web and stuff like that. <laughs> Because the, we don't have any poison, we have a few poisonous spiders. but yeah, like I think I've many. run across one um, black right. widow once in my life. Really? In a bar. We both lived in Athens. You think we would have seen more brown recluse? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they. Maybe we did. Uh, we didn't yeah. even know. I'm looking at the list of countries. Some of these strike me as strange. Like the United Kingdom was in season seven. Yeah. Like where are you gonna go in the UK? That's like 
really a naked and afraid location. <laughs> the moors. Though, honestly, if you put me in the middle of London, naked and afraid, <laughs> and make my way out. Can like, I borrow $10? You're not. A, don't give him any money, the camera crew intervenes. It's equally terrifying, I guess. So they are allowed to tap out, um, and they have to, like, find food and water, and the goal is to travel to, like, an extraction point where they get picked up by, like, a boat or a, a helicopter. But the thing is, like, every episode is a different, they call them couples, even though they're not really couples. Though, okay. I bet some of them got romantic at some point. I was just about to ask that, if there was ever any uh, Duke and... I don't think that they um, show it. Okay. But there, there are definitely scenes where they like cuddle together for warmth or something Ooh. in colder situations and Exciting. things like that. But I mean, I don't know. I think that this is the top rated show on Sunday nights among men. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Okay. And it was but then the... they would want to see sex. Well, I would imagine. Yeah. They want to see naked ladies. Yeah. They want to yes. see butts. Yes. I think that's the only thing and you can see. there's a lot see. of butts. There's a lot of butts. What? Do they just never do front shots or is it all pixelated? It's pixelated. It's okay. like, it's like. Blurred. I've never seen the show it's ever. Blurred. Nor have I. Okay. Um, there is a naked after dark. Oh. Which uh, you thought uh, I, I thought was uh, the romance one, but actually it's just a di- guy talking about it. Oh, it's the after show. Okay, that's a yeah. bummer. Yeah. The Guardian's uh, Brian Moslin said, The naked after dark celebrates human strength and fortitude rather than the frailty and narcissism of those just trying to get noticed. Okay. <laughs> so he was. they're pretty happy about the, the reality show. But um, so basically... Uh, there's during the show they get like rated on how good they are at surviving and uh-huh. they get their like primitive survival rating PSR um, and it's based <laughs> on like their stats are like the, the temperature the weather uh, they compute it and um, it's based on like the survival skills display their mental fortitude their like fitness and uh, they also do before and after weight measurements because I imagine you would use a lot lose a lot of weight 21 days sure and that's fun naked in the wilderness it's 21 days yeah. each episode? Each episode is 21 days. But they, I mean, they, and they can obviously tap out. But, okay. Um, uh, yeah. I do whatever. It's the highest rated survival telecast in Discovery <laughs> Channel history. <laughs> they did put, for one episode, it says they put them in the African kill zone. Mm-hmm. Do you have any idea what that I is? I didn't. I tried to find it. I could not. I don't yeah, know what the African ev- kill zone Everything is. that I search for just brings me back to Naked and Afraid. What yeah. the fuck is the African kill zone? That sounds terrifying. Uh, yeah. They're going to get like attacked by like the Lord's Resistance Army or something. <laughs> Jesus, child soldiers and shit. God damn, the African kill zone. Um, anyway, I'm, you've gotten me excited about yet another yeah. game show. This seems like a lot of fun. And uh, yeah, they're, um, so the, the, the criticism is, is the locations aren't actually as isolated as they're shown. Sure. There's more interaction with the camera crew than they're displayed. Um, like... And they do intervene. Like one woman was given IV fluids off camera so that she could continue. And okay. so like there's a lot of other survival show hosts like um, Lee see. Stroud, who does Survivor Man and Bear Grylls have like been like, this isn't really a survival show. Okay. Like they, what they do is a survival show. Bear like goes into the woods and like kills a snake, pees in the snake, drinks his pee and then goes and stays in a hotel. Sure. Yeah. You'd think that this would be. But that's fine. Of course it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this would be an incredibly expensive show to f- film, right? Because if every episode is 21 days. If you're filming 20 episodes at a time, that's 20 different film crews, 20 different production crews. You know what I mean? That's like, fair. That yeah. seems like a lot of fucking people just on but this But also, show. it's a reality show. So you're not, like, setting anything. Yeah. All you're doing is paying for the film. And I don't even know if they get a fucking prize if they win. Really? I is don't know. Just, yeah, okay. I don't know. Um, do you know? And then there's XL, right? XL's where they're groups. Oh, it's just bigger? Yes. Okay. And then there's a new one coming out called... This is the one you're gonna like. Naked and afraid of love. Oh, this, this is the, is the what this I is want. the dating show. Oh fuck yeah! Where they're okay. they're trying to like it's like uh, Bachelor but out in the woods and they're <laughs> naked. Oh, this is great. Oh, I love it. Are the episodes a half hour long? I think I don't know. God, I've never seen one. I fucking want to watch this. 
Um, all right, tell me how this is like the National Park, though. Well, like I said, the um, episodes aren't as isolated. Uh, a lot of them do take place in parks. Okay. Because that's the only place we can get like a sort of unspoiled wilderness, especially in, in the States. Sure. Um, and uh, so it's like a National Park, and they, uh, you know, they're put up like... You know, like there's these sort of wild humans, you know, living in this wildlife, but also they're, I mean, they're domesticated humans. And these are the people who are on it are ostensibly survivalists. They have okay. some survival training. They're not just taking like you and me and putting us out there because we would die. Right. I would die like day one. Yeah. Well, you would tap out. I would tap out immediately. Yeah. Be like, why, why am I on the show? Get, get me out here. <laughs> I don't like this. They need to have a game show like that where they come and abduct you and you don't know what game show. Like running man. <laughs> I guess that's kind of what the army is, right? <laughs> Where you're so poor that you just sign up to do something. They, they trick you into it. Yeah, they trick you into signing something that says we can get you at any time, and then you're on the game show. Yeah, I guess it's like uh, like um, conscription, like the draft. Yeah, that's, that's what, yeah, what, that's that what is. I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. the army. I was uh, thinking like people, but people ostensibly sign up willingly to join the army, but you get drafted at times of oh, war. I yeah, see. so we're making a difference i was making a distinction between the army and a draft yeah so i guess i would like i guess what i'm describing is battle royale i want the government to say okay you 40 people are going on this island and you have no say in it we're gonna gas your bus and that's all um yeah okay that's what i want i guess i just really want to watch battle royale can we watch battle royale today <sighs> at our valentine's at family day dinner, <laughs> <laughs> family yeah. dinner? yeah you want your uh three-year-old watching battle royale kind of It'd be a good lesson for him. <laughs> yeah, don't be bad. Yeah, exactly. Because weren't they like bad kids or something like that? Oh, yeah, there's some real shitheads in Battle Royale. Yeah. So then they just... get two ringers, which is so stupid. Like their cast class is like 20 kids, and then when they get there, there's 22 kids, and the two of them are fucking like ringers, which is the stupidest shit in the world. Well, it's like uh, it's like Running Man, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger's Running Man. You got to put those like the heroes in there, right? These are like uh, the gladiators in the the Roman Colosseum, the ones that are the, like the fan favorites, right? Yeah. Are they? I haven't seen well, Battle Royale like in like a 20 years. Winner, okay. And I can't. The other one is just like a sociopath. I think in the manga, his thing is from birth, he couldn't feel pain. And so he developed in a very weird way to like, just like crave out. So he couldn't feel pain. So he's losing limbs and fingers and stuff like that because he can't, <laughs> yeah, he, did he can't, not. isn't that like leprosy does like leprosy, like takes away your pain sensors. So oh, that's why it? people, that's why there's so many like missing fingers and things like that. Yeah. Oh, for some reason I thought leprosy like rotted you. Does that too. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a pretty rough disease, but, okay. um, but yeah. And one of the things it does. So I think that like you get like a cut on your foot and then you wouldn't know you were cut and then you would get infected and your foot would have to be amputated sure okay that makes a lot more sense to me is leprosy still a thing i'm sure in it is. some countries yeah at, okay i think we had we had an outbreak or something in the u.s because people are so fucking stupid here sure but it was a small thing and i think that you know in, in a lot of undeveloped countries leprosy is still a thing okay like, i still have leper colonies in um i want to say africa and colonies goddamn yeah, southeast yeah. asia yeah, this uh, leprosy is no longer something to fear. Today, the disease is rare. It's also treatable. Most people lead a normal life during and after treatment. Oh, thank Good. God. Yeah, leprosy. Yeah. Jeez. Jeez. <laughs> Man. Um, it's okay. nice to hear of a disease that was treated. So this is, I guess, my question. Well, it's treatable. It wasn't, like, okay. ridden. Yeah. Like, we can we can treat COVID. Yeah. They're them pills. So. They're them pills. <laughs> They're them pills. Uh, how would my friend, Joe Camel... Do at Naked and Afraid. I think he would kind of kick ass. Is Joe Camel the kind of guy? He's like a. He's like a. He's not a wilderness well, guy. We're though. hitting the dichotomy of Joe Camel again, which is: is he a rich playboy with ladies hanging off of his arm, or is he the Harley biker? Well, here's the thing: rough like, and tumble. If he even if he's a rough and tumble guy, like he's the Harley biker rough and tumble. You put like a fucking motorcycle gangster out in the wilderness, dude's gonna die. 
Like he might have, he might know how to like strip down an engine, but he's not yeah. going to like, he might have, he probably has more wilderness experience than your average Joe camel. But um, also keep in mind, Joe's a, Joe Camel's a camel. So he can sure. go without water. Oh, he's water. still water. Yeah. Well, he doesn't have a hump though, is the thing. Well, he humps plenty often enough, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course I do. Um, I don't know. I think Joe Camel is... Joke Camel. Joke Camel uh, is kind of the um, the ideal of all masculinity. So survival skills, bet he has them. I bet he knows how to start a fire. I bet he knows how to... He starts a fire with his cigarette. Which he brings his one thing his is one a pack is a pack of cigarettes, yeah, which absolutely. he smokes immediately, and then he just goes through nicotine withdrawal the whole time. Oh my god! And maybe he's a completely different person afterwards. Maybe that nicotine is really what makes him into the. Yeah, Joe what, is, Camel, what does Joe know? Camel? What does Joe Camel like when he's not smoking? Not cool. Yeah, he becomes a nerd. Uh, maybe maybe Joe Campbell sucks at naked and afraid once he runs out of nicotine. Yeah, yeah, he's really good for the first hour. Yeah, when he smokes his <laughs> his twenty cigarettes, just chain smokes them. Sure, yeah. He's like fucking setting up shelter. He's like, yeah, here's how you do this. He's like, takes out his. Uh, he's like ripping trees out of the ground, snapping them, and yeah. you know, he's like, oh, these are ter- this is a termite mound here, and he just takes the termites <laughs> out and starts eating them and stuff like that, and then he runs out of cigarettes and he's like, um, what do I what do I do now? Yeah. Am I am I supposed to sharpen the bamboo? I forget how to. <laughs> um, yeah, I, don't, don't come close to me. <laughs> I think that uh, I think he kind of hey, fails. Got, got, got any smokes? Come on, come on, come on, guys! <laughs> the camera crew. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. I know you gave that one girl an emergency tampon. Can I please have? Does some? he? Uh, does he? Alternately, he like dries his own tobacco and makes a he makes his own that's what he does for the whole entire first day is figure sure. out how to make natural smokes wherever he is sure it's like i wonder if this leaf will smoke <laughs> no <laughs> wonder if this leaf will smoke no shelter no food yeah he, he just, just smokes, smokes he just dries a bunch of leaves and then sure. tries to smoke them sure 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 yeah i like that so instead of cigarettes he brings uh rolling papers okay a thousand rolling papers. thousand 21 day supply of rolling papers <laughs> And tries to smoke everything he comes across. So he, so he dies. He dies. Prob- probably kills himself. Yeah. Well, I don't think the crew's going to let that happen. I mean, he's saved, but he comes. He has a near-death experience. Mm-hmm. You know, he passes out from lack of from a poison plants that he's smoking and b not eating. And he for... smokes like some uh, like poison ivy. Yes. Oh, what would happen if you smoked poison you would ivy? Probably die. Because I mean, there was there there was people i this might be apocryphal but a friend of a friend like their uncle was burning leaves or something and then the poison ivy was in there too and he breathed in a bunch of smoke from the fire and had to go to the hospital really and again this is a friend of a friend so i don't know if it's a true story or not oh wow okay um i'm sure it would be pretty bad yeah uh it's illegal to burn it um but probably for a good reason i'm sure that i could dig into this and uh figure out a little more about what it's going to do that's why our listeners come to this podcast for interesting (laughs) nature facts that's gonna take me too long thank you one one when i was uh i was in a summer camp i was one of the uh instructors at this summer camp and one girl came up to me and she was like i ate poison ivy and i was like oh okay i was like wait did you actually she's like yeah like just now? Yeah. Where? And she pointed out to me and sure enough it was poison ivy. She knew what she was doing. She ate it anyway. They had to like stomach pump her and because I guess it can be fucking horrible yeah, if it she'd gets do it in for your the bloodstream attention. and all that shit. She was a real strange kid. Uh, she was uh she was adopted from I can't remember which it was like a very like kind of third world European country. But like she had some difficulties. Uh, um yeah. 
Uh, anyway. Sorry to hear that. (laughs) Yeah. What a good kid. I wonder what she's up to these days. Eating chicken like Croatians. Yeah. Brother. (laughs) Enjoy enjoy this pheasant in your lentils. Is that a lyric from something? Eating chicken like Croatians. It's a very good, like, rap lyric. (laughs) It makes, it's very evocative. The imagery is strong. Croatia is known for its chicken. Is it really? No. Sorry to get a little CFC. That's what I want to do is like, you know how they have like Kobe beef? I mean, like a, like a really high quality. Could there be could there be Columbus Columbus chicken? Columbus chicken, yeah. You just like massage. Or, I think you get pecked a lot. What would it be? I mean, what would be the Kobe beef has the marbling, right? Yeah, yeah. But we don't want fat in chicken, so would it just be? You don't want soft chicken either. What's the mark of quality in piece of chicken? I don't think there is a mark of quality in chicken. Yeah, I mean, I I know there's higher quality chicken. Sure. But I wouldn't know if I wouldn't know if I. Were, I mean, there's like rubber chicken. Well, yeah, you know, I, bad I, know I know bad quality chicken, but, but like, I feel like chicken once you hit ceiling. like yeah, once you hit that once yeah. you hit that regular chicken, like could be organic. I don't sure. know, could be brined. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, uh, probably brined. You want to yeah, brine them? Sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but we should we should come up with something that Columbus can do best of all. Yes, and then do it. Maybe it's wheat. wheat. Maybe we have Columbus wheat where we we're corn. We're, if we're of anything, it's we're corn. corn. We're corn. We're corn yeah, folk. We're a corn family. Um, we love that. We love corn with a K. I can't remember any corn songs. I was so I just I, to, I was trying to recall. I was going to say, it's one, one of them days. But that's not <laughs> corn, is it? I don't know. We're going to put in a little corn right here. God fucking damn it. Feeling like a freak on the leash. Feeling like I have no release. All right. It's time to rate this song. Ev, as usual, we write the song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes, the better. On a scale of bare naked to fully clothed, where would you rank this song? I don't know how I got on this show. I'm not supposed to be here. Uh-huh. I'm out in the woods. I've got, you, were, you were drafted. I was drafted uh-huh. Drafted into the um, Outdoor Survival League. Sure. I, uh, because I donate to uh, the World Wildlife Fund and uh, Sierra Club and uh, Freeland and Foundation. Colonial Williamsburg. Colonial <laughs> I do not donate to Colonial Williamsburg. Yes, you do. Anymore. Okay, but I will tell you that I've gotten ads for Colonial Ah. Williamsburg before every podcast I listen. If there's a dynamic ad inserter, it's an ad for Colonial Williamsburg now, which is hilarious to me. I wonder how it got you. Well, I'm sure they were scrubbing. They heard us talk about Colonial Williamsburg 12 times on one of our podcasts. And they're like, oh, this is a Colonial Williamsburg podcast. <laughs> and so now they're just... They, were, they had like some AI scrubbing our pod. I'm sure they do. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. I wonder what we should... What, should, what, what can we say a bunch of times? Oh, yeah. What's a fun thing? Hellman's Mustard. Hellman's, Hellman's Mustard Dildo. Hellman's <laughs> Mustard Dildo. Sweet pickle relish. Eggplant parmesan life vest life vest life dog vest. groomers <laughs> colonial williams, williams dog, dog groomers. groomers dog groomers in the colonial williamsburg area annuity annuity <laughs> structured settlement nova scotia jello mold <laughs> there right. we go sorry we've done that enough yeah so um fucked up people's ads forever <laughs> so i didn't know i was going to be drafted so i'm just wearing what i'm wearing now which is a turtleneck and jeans you look fashionable today thank you i got this turtleneck for like ten dollars that is the most fucking midwest thing someone compliments you and then you say how much it costs <laughs> and it's always like i got it on sale it was a deal. yeah yeah i got it because the company's going out of business it's so midwest so anyway. i bought like 17 turtlenecks nice i'm wearing them all right now. <laughs> oh shit the pork and beans video okay <laughs> Do you remember that Weezer video? No. 
Why is that the thing that pops into my head? All right, continue. I don't know. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Bella Lugosi. <laughs> Bella Lugosi. <laughs> Bella Lugosi's infected toenail. <laughs> eBay. Okay. E-Harmony. <laughs> eBay Harmony. All right. <laughs> you keep shutting me down. Okay. All right. Okay, Come now, on, guys. And then you do another one. Okay. Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Sydney Opera House. Worst tickets at Sydney Opera House. <laughs> Put me in back of a pole. Do you think there's bad tickets at the Sydney Opera House? I'm sure. Yeah, because I bet it's made for form over function. Because it's a beautiful building. Yes. But I bet, I bet because it, I bet the beauty costs just like the outdoors. Yeah, you can be seated behind a column. Yeah, I bet at the yeah. Sydney Opera House. <laughs> there's a column and there's just a mirror on it. <laughs> Enjoy the show, fucker. Idiot. <laughs> Stupid piece of shit. We pay you $10 to sit here. Uh, okay, go ahead. Shut up. I'm not fucking Hey, enough fun we just had. All right. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, please get me off the show, but you can't tap out because I've been drafted. Okay, sure. So I have to survive in the wilderness for, I don't know, one day for every year of life. So 40, okay. 40, 40 days. God, okay. Just like bi- biblical, biblical time. Oh. Yeah, like 40 days. 40 of days here. of night? No, 40, day, 40, 40 is a biblical number because it represents a generation. So when, the, when they say, when they use the number 40, that's what all the biblical literists say. What does that mean? Oh, so like people had kids if they use the number, 40? If they, use the, if they use the number 40, that means like a generation. Okay. That's, I don't know why. Okay. I just know that about the Bible. <laughs> okay. I was I'll accept it. Raised Catholic. Okay. But I have to survive outside for 40 days. Day one, dead. <laughs> I, I commit seppuku great with <laughs> so what my, did you bring anything uh with a rock <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus. Just, they're like what's he doing now okay looks like he's taking a rock up a hill he's balancing it very precariously on top of this cliff now now he's coming down the hill okay what's he doing now he's standing under the cliff he's looking up looking up oh he seems confused okay he's back he's going back to the top of the hill he's moving the rock just a little bit more okay now he's going down the hill again Okay, that's a, that's a 42 primitive survival rating there. That's a trap he's building. He's a trap for some, maybe a musk ox could come through. We don't know. Oh, no, no. He's now throwing rocks at the rock, and he's standing under the rock. The rock has fallen. Oh, it's hit him on the head. He's dead. <laughs> he's splattered blood everywhere. Oh, and that's the end of that. David Attenborough's Naked <laughs> and Afraid. <laughs> and yeah, so I just splattered on a rock, and um, so the, they're not allowed to, because it's a... Um, it's shot like a survival show. Not a survival show, a uh, wilderness show. So even when they, even when they die, like... They, they don't interfere with my body or anything. So, oh, they so, just leave you yeah, to rot for the forty days. Oh, then, sure. then my family oh, my and friends can come pick me up. God. So my cooling corpse is a. Do they savage... still film you for the other thirty? Yeah, it's, it's just a, it just time lapses like the okay. Philip Glass. Sure. Planetarium music, of course. Yes. Maybe Kev's scoring the. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and then you just see this time lapse of my rotting corpse get savaged by I don't know where I am. Jackals, we'll say. I'm in Africa. We'll say I'm in an African kill zone. Perfect. Jackals come in. Means hyenas. Okay. A lion eats partial part of my head, but so my body is mostly gone and my skeleton, but it's got a couple little couple little scraps of turtleneck on there because this is a fine merino wool turtleneck that I got for ten dollars. Okay. My jeans are probably. These are old jeans, so they probably don't last as long as my beautiful turtleneck that I got for $10. It's very nice. Um, and, uh, yeah, so it's just a skeleton with a couple scraps of clothes on. Because I, I enjoyed this show, this song, but I don't think... The instrumentation was lush, just like the beautiful music that's playing over my death. And uh, But I think the lyrics were kind of pedestrian. Except for the couple lines like uh, um, Urban Decay and uh, I Say No Way. 
Is that one of them? Uh, Shout of Bourbon and Urban Decay. That's a good Shout one. of Bourbon and Urban. I, yeah. Man. Yeah. That's a, great a, couple good, a couple of good lines in it, but overall, it wasn't. Uh, so just like the couple uh, scraps of flesh that are still on my uh, gnawed skeleton bones. Sure. It's weird because they come and they eat me, but they don't disjoint me. They just chew on my skeleton and they leave it like that. Oh. Like an ancient uh, draugr. Interesting. An ancient what? Draugr. Okay. All right. <laughs> Is that a thing in your little uh, fantasy worlds? Yeah. All my fantasy worlds have draugr. Okay. Got it. I don't know how I got here. Uh, but I know how I'm going to go out. I've been drafted, most likely. <laughs> um, and uh, I wake up from being gassed. Uh, and I'm in a, a small room. You're in Cattle Royale. I'm in Cattle Royale. <laughs> oh, Cattle Royale with cheese. Ooh, that's what they call it in... Uh, that's what they call Battle Royale in France. <laughs> yeah, Cattle Royale with cheese. Con queso. Um, so, uh... That's what they call it in Quebec. Yes. Um, there is a, a... I could see through the, the glass. There's, like, glass on one side of this small room. And all that's in front of me is just a, a table and, and white stark walls. But outside of this glass on one side, I can see like this panel of people. And I come to the glass and I pound on it. And I say, let me out of here. Let me out. And uh, they're all talking. They don't seem to be able to hear me. Um, and I can hear them, though. They're speaking a language I don't understand. Um, they all look to be maybe Asian. Um, and they're, I can hear ding, 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 ding. Maybe ding. Asian. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, well, you know, What's I don't so want to suppose. <laughs> What's so maybe, maybe. about? Um, and then every so often I hear, it, and when I hear the, like a slot opens up and someone pushes food through onto the table uh, and they force me to eat it via electric shocks. Uh, and I what realize. What kind of food is it? Uh, it's like cheesecake, uh, uh, topogi and a, a whole pizza <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, bibimbap and some sort of fishy stew. And, uh, I realized that I have been drafted. Uh, small mouth hating him is not available that day. Uh, so I am of course on, um, yesterday's memories. <laughs> what the fuck was this show called? That it's we like did? a something some doki doki market or something yeah i don't, I don't yeah nighttime market do Remy market do Remy market i was pretty close <laughs> and uh so this is the game show we all get drafted onto different game shows in this world um but uh you couldn't recognize korean like i could okay i definitely could okay so yeah. you, you do know the language they're speaking you well, just don't you just can't understand it well I've, I've been so freshly gassed okay that i'm still sort of uh you know dazed mm-hmm. um and uh, I'm realizing that this is sort of a life or death scenario. And eventually I just keep eating, keep eating. My clothes start to tear at the seams <laughs> and I'm like a weird owl in the fat video. Uh, and the, the clothes are very tight and then they explode. I'm incredible hulking out. Uh, and eventually uh, the incredible Hulk does. He just, <laughs> he just gets puts really on big, weight, eats too much food. Uh, and eventually I spanner gets very hungry. Simply left with a spandex purple pair of shorts uh on uh and uh, they let me out of the room and back to my normal life um <laughs> that's because small mouth him can uh once again participate in the show uh so i guess i am the hulk in this scenario i'm just wearing purple pants is is that good i don't know <laughs> please tell me if it's good i like this song okay okay we'll be right back with more it's all been done a bare ladies podcast Hey, Evan. Who or what is your arch enemy? 
My arch enemy. Um, you know, I don't have enemies. Well, I mean, you gotta have something you, that seems like it's out to get you. I think my haters are my motivators, to be honest with you. And so when people hate on me, uh-huh. that just makes me want to be better. It don't grade on you? Enemies. What's that? It don't grade on you? It don't grade on me when they hate on me. Um, I think you might be conflating me with some sort of... Buddha me. Buddha me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I would say that my biggest hater is myself. Uh, that's your, your, your that's your my own, worst enemy. You're your own arch enemy. I am my own. Uh, I would say that my life is pretty lit. Uh, <laughs> what's that song? I would say that you were the shit. I don't know. I'm in this enemy. I'm in my worst enemy. Uh, God, is that... Please Blink 182? Me. No. I thought it was lit. Is oh, it is not? It lit? I don't know. That's All those fans sound the same to me. <laughs> my own worst enemy. Great. Imagine being in high school. Yeah, it's lit. My own worst enemy. I was right. Imagine being in high school and writing like a poem that you think is cool and then making it, and that's your that's your one thing you'll always be remembered for. <laughs> like the guy from like Eve 6, like the heart in a blender guy. Was like, that a poem that he wrote? He was, yeah, he wrote like high school poetry, set it to music, then it became, it blew up. Yeah. He was really thumping for like a year, and then that's all he's known for now. You know, he is kind of coming back. Oh, yeah, because he's like given like, he has no fucks to give about the music industry. Yes, and he is a, a Twitter fucking weirdo now, which is great, and I love it. Yeah, so here's seven minutes ago, Eve Six tweeted, I would swallow my mom's spaghetti, I would choke on my mom's spaghetti, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside because she passed away. Jesus Aww. Christ. What a strange thing to tweet. Man. Cake has a fuck ton of hits, man. Wow. Cake, write me a hit, bro, because Lord knows. <laughs> <laughs> this rules. I really, I'm going to follow Eve Six right now. They seem cool. You done it. You done it. I did it. Um, what were we even talking? Oh, your own worst enemy, yourself. <laughs> I feel bad because I was supposed to do a phone call with the guy from Cake today, but I forgot. <laughs> a lot of talk about Cake on his timeline. Um, yeah, so my own worst enemy. Who's your worst enemy? I don't really... I would say, like, racism. Oh, really? No, it's not my worst enemy. Oh, sure. That's but what I'm I, asking I, for you. Oh, for me, I'd like I'd like it to be the moon. You'd like it to... I'm not asking, you know, your idealist. The moon! Okay, <laughs> that's what I want to hear. I hate the moon. <laughs> moving that, moving all that water around. Sure. Yeah. Ref, just reflecting sunlight. Yeah, Doesn't dude. have any light of its own. For sure. Fucking up there slowly becoming in sh- in shadow and slowly not becoming in shadow. Nobody ever died on the moon, did they? No. Okay. The moon never killed nobody? It, not yet. Was the Martian a documentary? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> Sorry. Mo- you're thinking of Moon. Oh. With famous Ninja Turtles character, Raphael. <laughs> is, is the moon and the Mars the same thing? The moon and the Mars is the same thing. Okay, yes. got it. Got it got Someday got it. we'll all live on the Mars. Okay, cool. We get the Mars colony. That's the exciting. Moon's, the moon's colony with Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Um, that's very exciting. Uh, I think the moon would be a great enemy. It enemy. is a good enemy. It's a very Majora's Mask of you. I think that, well, the thing is like, I don't know if I, I mean, what can the moon do to me? The moon could fuck you up. The moon killed Chewbacca in the EU. The moon? The yeah. Earth's moon? Yeah. Earth's, Earth's moon killed Chewbacca in the EU? Chewbacca, I'm pretty sure, was on Earth. And the moon was going to collide. Does Earth exist? We've been through this before, and Earth it's doesn't a long time. Yeah, it's a long time ago. I think. How do we keep hitting the same cycles on this show? 
I don't know, man. I hate it. It's like the uh, the genocide of Endor, like the forest moon of Endor, right? Because they blew up the Death Star there, and then like all the pieces of the Death Star, which is huge, rained down on Endor and caused an ecological collapse. And did it really? Yeah, they, the rebels tried to evacuate the Ewoks, but they couldn't get them all. Jesus Christ. So they just committed mass genocide against Ewoks. Holy fuck. Yeah. I mean, if there's anything to commit mass genocide against. They were little cute bear guys. I guess so. Little guys. I guess. Little friends. I, I guess. He wanted them to be Wookiees. Yeah. Lucas. Oh, he did? Yes. Why did he change it? Because he couldn't afford Wookiees. How? Because Wookiees get paid scale. Ewoks are... <laughs> Is this real? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. He just didn't have enough money to brawl the fucking Wookiee suits. Oh, okay. So just less fabric. I don't know, man. Wait, wasn't that the third fucking movie? Wasn't Star Wars like a money machine at that point? Don't tell me. The baby sister's <laughs> The baby sister's dead. Okay. Uh, oh, almost done with Clone Wars. We have fucking seven episodes We're like left. like Grown Wars. Truly at times, <laughs> I might yeah. consider it Grown Wars. I'm excited. Wars. My friend is watching Clone Wars so that I can watch Clone Wars with him and he can help me skip the bad episodes. Okay. It is like 150 episodes. I know. Who are you? This I'm is... not telling you. It's a secret. Okay. <laughs> it's you. Oh, I can help. It you. I will tell you entire seasons that you can just yeah. pass on by. Um, what are we talking about? Oh, Arch Enemies. Yes. And you hate the moon. Cad Bane. Cad Bane. <laughs> what a great fucking name. He's a cad. He's yeah. the bane of people's existence. Yeah. I feel cad like Cad Bane would be fine because you just be fine most of the time and then one day you just get shot in the head. That'd be the end of it. Yeah. Cad Bane has existed throughout fucking years of Star Wars media. Book of Boba Fett spoilers. He appears for one episode and gets fucking shot and killed. He doesn't get shot. He gets gaffy sticked. Oh, yeah. You're right. He got gaffy stuck. And, and he might not be dead. He's He's been killed before, hasn't he? I don't think so. Not to that extent. Not where he's lying on the ground motionless. I mean, maybe he crawled away from something. I haven't watched Rebels. I know he's in that. Anyway, fucking Cad Bane rules. And he just... Fucking an ignominious. Is that a word? Send ignominious. Up. Ignominious send up. Um, Why is he so good? Why does everyone like him so much? Because he's, he's, he's real fucking cool. He's a badass bounty hunter who's like so deep in like... It's fun to watch just a purely evil character do their shit, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, everybody's like, oh, Shades of Grey. Like, he's just like, I'm going to fuck you up, and I'm going to feel real good about it. Like, I like that. Okay. It's fun okay. to watch a shit. You just want to kill people. I wish I were Cad Bane. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Oh, so, okay, you, you wish you were Cad Bane. Who do you wish I was? Uh, uh Boy, in the whole extended Star Wars universe? Yes. Um, I I'll, wish I wish I wish I was someone then I'll wish you were someone I okay. wish you were a battery droid just a regular one one with force sense okay that's the first sensitive battery droid uh, I wish you were Amy Sedaris <laughs> okay okay she's cool she's pretty cool love her yeah, I, could, I could get into that are there any Star Wars things happening on the Orange Groves <laughs> do you think didn't I think if not us then who had a Star Wars season possibly before they started I didn't get to pick who I want I want to be the head of the Gungan city Okay. The big old guy who just sits there and talks about Jaw Jaw. Uh, only, only vaguely familiar with that, <laughs> but sure, I'll, I'll allow it. Misa got a grand army. Misa got a grand army. Um, yeah. So, uh. Sure, you do good, but. Star Wars. Uh, you can listen to uh, if not us, then who? They, uh, yeah, they did a whole fucking Star Wars season, and it's a, it's a. Uh, it's real good, guys. Come on, give it a try. A fan fiction inspired actual play podcast where they take the properties that copyright keeps them from, and tells better stories with them because if they don't, who will? So they just, I guess, uh, they have. So a, they're trying to tell a better story than Star Wars. Yeah, which is 
not hard, I think. Star Wars kind of sucks a lot of the time. Star Wars is bad. Why do you keep watching it, then? Because my partner likes it, and I'm a fucking simp for my partner. Well, that's nice, I guess. If you're going to be a simp for anybody, it should be your, your, partner. your partner. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks. Uh, good and <laughs> Galaxy. We're back oh, with more. salacious chrome. That's what I should have made you. <laughs> it's all been done. <laughs> a bare naked ladies podcast. Now's the time when we get this wheel going. Oh, here it's spin. Wheel Yummy. squeal. Tonight is the night I met I Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight is the night I got a little Caesar's deal. <laughs> uh, how do the characters pizza, in this song pizza. die? What? Pizza, pizza. pizza how do they pizza. die? Uh, I think we kind of went over that. They go out in the national park actually they probably die of cancer because it's about kev his cancer comes back and he dies jesus christ but uh in the song he uh national park um, well so we've we've handled one of the characters the other character in the song is of course harlan williams so how does harlan williams i think about betty boop his girlfriend betty boop what the fuck are you, you know, talking she's about she's a little black and white uh cartoon character from okay. like the 20s Sure. So Harlan Har- 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 Williams. So he what is something with Betty Boop? Yeah, that's just Kev- Kev's girlfriend. We talked about her Kev's earlier. Kev's girlfriend. You you were talking about Kev's girlfriend. Kev. Oh, sure. The darkness. The darkness. Are you darkness. you are you gaslighting well, me? I don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry. Do you think Harlan and Betty? That's one of the reasons that Betty and Kev broke up is because Harlan and Kevy 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 Harlan and Betty made out on that trip. Probably. I mean, Harlan's a pretty attractive guy. Yeah, he could get it. <laughs> he can make out with a 1920s cartoon character sure yeah um so how does harlan williams die does kev kill him mm. when he realizes when the doctor tells kev that he only has a month to live yeah kev goes full saw kev goes absolutely spiral from the book of hern 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 from the book of saw what's kev what's kev's symbol because kev so yeah, there's saw, spiral, spiral. Yeah. what's kev's Oh boy! Circle, just Kev? the most pedestrian circle from the Book of Saw. I feel like Kev is like Line. heart, heart. Yeah, heart but from the Book of Her. Butterfly from the Book. Butterfly of, from, from the, the Book, book of, of Her. There it is. There it yeah. is. Okay. So uh, what are Kev's traps that he puts uh, Harlan? That he lays out for Harlan. Um, so Harlan I, wakes up and he's got a uh, he's got a padlock. Yeah. On his dick. <laughs> I, I think all of the things that Kev thinks are traps, like he like fucking took one egg out of the dozen eggs that Harlan <laughs> he's like this is my most masterful Un- stroke unscrews the top of the salt shaker yeah exactly because uh, so- sodium will increase his blood pressure which will yes these are all pranks rather than <laughs> traps I think. so he gets he gets Harlan Williams a really nice like Airbnb uh-huh. and then he goes a day beforehand and then just sets it all up with pranks and stuff like that right, yeah it's like you open a drawer and it just it's full of glitter yeah and you can never get that Pops off like out yeah it doesn't sure. pop out it just like gets everywhere oh i see so it's even less uh <laughs> yeah. threatening yeah. well kev doesn't like the explosions he doesn't very like scary. fast movement that's things. fair yeah you're um, right yeah he does it he does that thing he takes all the pencils and he sharpens pre-sharpens them then he like hits them on the table so the leads break off when you write with them <laughs> i've never done that okay is this a prank you use to pull no it's oh. just really irritating when you sharpen a pencil and the lead breaks off get some paper towels shoves them in harlan's shoes so that when harlan puts his shoes on he's like these don't fit me anymore he thinks his feet have grown <laughs> he, goes, he goes and he replaces harlan's shoes with a shoe that's one size smaller yeah it's a good prank yeah. <laughs> So, so he I, takes Harlan's. He takes the tire off Harlan's car and replaces it with the uh, the, the the spare the spare tire. Yeah. So Harlan just dies of old age. <laughs> I mean, Kevin's traps do nothing to Harlan, or maybe one of the traps goes horribly wrong. Yeah. Uh, which trap would that be? 
Uh, box destroyer. Oh no! Harlan's hand gets trapped in the box. <laughs> he, he, he dies. Glimes. Glimes. Kevin. He dies there. Okay. Oh wow. Okay. He just gets sucked yeah, in. Yeah. So the... like the Kev like comes in the next day like <laughs> like to check on Harlan. I bet he's pretty miffed. He should never have made out with Betty Boop in Africa. His arm is stuck in there. He's already a skeleton yeah. somehow. Like he's just <laughs> decayed away. <laughs> Okay, cool. So Harlan Williams gets uh, fucking trapped in a box. Trapped in a box. Up to a hundred Americans die <laughs> from, <laughs> from box, box destroyers. Related sure. traps. Yeah. Uh, wow. Sad. Sad but true. Sad but true. <laughs> That's how it goes. Now it's time to take an email from our friends, our fans, our sexy Sega Genesis's. <laughs> this. Uh, please email us. Uh, we've got a couple emails today. Ev, how do you feel about Genesis. that? Genesis. 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 Uh, this one is from TK. Hey, TK. And it just says Mackerel Sky. Hi, Mackerel Sky. Just wanted to clarify for you guys. The phrase Mackerel Sky isn't about color. It's a term used to describe when the sky has lots of cirrus clouds that look like fish scales. Oh. Your snarky little Snorlax, TK. Thank you, TK. Okay, that's all. We learned a little bit today. We did learn a little bit. No question there. But here's an actual question from our, uh, our friend Matt. Hi, Hi Matt. Matt. Hey, boys. I said, Hi. I know you're coming to the end of the BNL catalog, so I hope you have time to get to my question because I really need an answer. Well, guess what? Here we are. Wish granted. <laughs> Could you please imagine mm-hmm. four different scenarios where instead of Steve being asked to leave the band, it was one of the other B-Nakes. So Jim leaves and it's Ty, Ed, Kevin, Steve. Or Ty leaves and it's Jim, Ed, Kevin, Steve. I like how he's giving <laughs> us specific concrete examples. My question is, in each scenario, what did the boy do to get asked to leave and is the music made by the four remaining boys better or worse than the PPE music? Thanks again for the laughs. Your friend, your fan, your leaky little listener, Matt. Okay, so he asked us to imagine it. Okay, hold on. Ready? Okay. I'm not quite done yet. Okay. <laughs> mm, I hate that. Or like someone's reading over your, like you're on the internet or something and someone's reading over your shoulder and you don't know how fast to scroll because you don't know how fast they read. I, re- I appreciate you with your little anecdote here and trying to provide something for our listeners, but I cannot concentrate. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm you. Okay, I'm done. All right. So, All right. so that was pretty good. We have, yeah, that was great. That was like, good. <laughs> All right. So um, I just had four different waking lives. What do you got to plug? <laughs> well, hold on. He had a question <laughs> too. Um, okay. So first, let's go with the gymless universe. The gymless universe. Okay. What did he do to get asked to leave? Man, I don't know. Um, I feel like he uh, got too controlling. Oh. Gym. Or he got too weird. I think he got too he weird. He got too weird. He kept bringing in like, oh, here's a guy I met at a jazz club. His, name is, his name is Fingerless Johnson. <laughs> And uh, he's going to tour with us from now on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the rest of the boys are like, nah, I don't know about that. Oh, you're going to love what he does. <laughs> he only does this one thing. He plays the fire alarm. <laughs> I love that. Does he have fingers? Uh, he wears fingerless gloves. Oh, sure. Yeah, you know, that like, makes sense. All the cool guys. <laughs> Sorry, this is the fire alarm. He just keeps pulling. Uh, okay, so he gets too weird. Midway through the concert, he just pulls the fire alarm. And I think the band is worse off without yeah i think they become less technically proficient yeah. like i feel like kev has to kev can hold a lot of the weight of that because kev's a good improviser yeah but i think fundamentally without that so they just don't hire another bassist they just don't have a bass i can't imagine that no i think they, they probably, get fingerless joe johnson i think they invite 
fingerless yeah whatever his name was to the band yeah to play the fire to play a really deep fire alarm (laughs) (laughs) that would be cool to use the like internal part of the stadium or wherever you are as part of the music like yeah, pulling so that fire alarm yeah just pull the fire alarm and it lets out a like the brown note and then everyone tries to run because they think it's a fire but you know and there's a stampede and a lot of people die like at that i don't know was it like the ludicrous concert i don't know yeah. who, what concert that was where they oh travis scott travis Astro scott World. that's the one yeah yeah ludicrous you are such a child of the fucking late 90s early 2000s <laughs> yeah i am jesus uh we're gonna go see bnl this summer we're going to go see BNL. We have tickets already. We're going to see do BNL. We? we do. I do. I thought you did. I don't remember. Check if your fucking. Yeah. Because it's been three years since we wanted to go to this concert. I um, I don't know if I bought tickets. You better fucking get on it. Okay. We have to do a whole episode about it. That's an episode for us. <laughs> yeah, um, we got to get that content out. Let's talk about. Uh, so is the band better or worse? Worse. Worse. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When they're just setting off the yeah, fire they alarm. Have, they, they, do. They, run out, they can't write enough songs, so they, they set off the fire alarm midway through the concert <laughs> because they don't... There's they an Astro World incident at every single BNO yeah, concert. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's imagine a Kevless world. Okay. Kev gets asked to leave the band because... They just forgot he existed. They just went on tour without him. He just he shows, wasn't up, asked to leave shows up at the studio and just like, guys? <laughs> guys? Yep. They forgot. Well, he, to... uh, he gets trapped in like one of the cargo compartments in the, on the bus. And, and they, they just forget, forget about it. <laughs> it's just a skeleton. Oh, God. A lot of skeletons this episode. Yeah, I do like it. We are we are recording on Halloween. We're this just, is uh, Halloween. Um, yeah. So uh, is it a better or worse I mean, what is he? He's kind of a team player. He plays the guitar. He plays the keys. He yeah, sings. He sings. So he, I think without Kev's doodles on the piano, the band is fundamentally worse. Like, cause I feel like one of the things we always key in on is that Kev is doing something interesting. Yes. So the band just becomes, I mean, even more milk toast. Yeah. Like, cause I, I would say that BNL has, you know, nothing incredibly uh, edgy or push. I mean, cause it's, it's just, you know, now stri- pretty straightforward. And if you take Kev's, like, arpeggios and stuff out and his little synths, it's nothing. Yeah. But at the same time, we wouldn't... I mean, we wouldn't have as many Kev songs, but we would have more Steve songs. So I think oh, shit. Steve Carey... I, f- I keep forgetting Steve's in the band. Oh, yeah. In this, in this... Oh, yeah. Uh, never mind. Yeah, it'd be fine. Yeah. I think we'd, we would get really frustrated because I think it would mix between Steve and Ed songs. And Ed's songs have become nothing burgers and steve songs would just continue to be about how shitty he is i don't know well maybe if he's still with the band then we have possibly like, I mean, so. all the he like, had a lot of growth because he left the band yeah the songwriters i think in bnl ed and steve are kind of were kind of stuck in a rut when they were part of the band yeah kev just writes about stuff that he sees outside right and, and jim writes about how nice his life is <laughs> right and how how romantic everything is yeah it's a good it's a good life. and he writes about uh yeah there's culture. no there's no friction in the band anymore right. i think the friction afforded them a lot of creative okay juice. so this is too much friction though without kev is yeah. kev the peacemaker probably so they uh they just become a uh, thrash metal band okay oh i love that <laughs> all right so it's just ed and steve wanting to kill each other on stage every night but yes, that translates yes, yes, into yes. like this power rock. they have to have a like glass divider between them i love them. that sure okay so can, so each of them will perform but they won't they cannot be able to see the other person or they'll fly into a rage sure so maybe it's like a weird they get like office cubicles on stage <laughs> that they set up before every concert yeah i like that um can we imagine a tylus episode Yes. What Ty. did Ty do? What does Ty do? He is the band mother. He is the the rock. He so is maybe the he, drummers. Maybe he goes too far. Maybe he fucking like uh, the guy from the Toronto Star 
insulted BNL, and he went to the guy's house and killed him. So Ty is put behind bars. So he yeah. just cannot be a part of the band anymore. Correct. So do they obviously they replace, or do they just have a drum machine now? Drum do they machine. have Ty bought three thousand. Ty bought three thousand. <laughs> okay, they have Ty record a bunch of fills in. Well, then they'd still be part of the band, I guess. No, no, that's Ty bought. It okay. doesn't have the same Ty bot. You know, because he can't contribute in the songwriting process, and Lord knows. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a, a workhorse. He's a workhorse. That, all that writing credits he gets. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Uh, I think that Tybot would do a good... I think it would do just as well as Tyler. Depends on how good the other guys are at programming it. And Kev's a smart guy. Yeah, I think it would be just as fine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Ty's, Ty's drums are great. But could he be replaced by a machine with no difference? Probably. Probably. And this is, and we have Steve in the band, so like, I oh, think yeah. it's better. In would fact. you, would you, would you trade Ty for Steve? Oh God! In a fucking New York, I would trade any of the bare naked ladies except for Kev for Steve. Okay. Is that a hot take? Hmm. Hmm. So you'd want Ed to have? Oh, so now you want Ed to have left the band? Well, let's talk about that universe. Sure. Mm-hmm. What did Ed do to leave the band? so i mean steve got caught doing, doing cocaine doing droge and he got kicked out of the band mm-hmm. ed got caught having an affair and that ruins their image maybe they're about to release snack time two colon crack time and so <laughs> they can't release another uh fucking children's album on the heels of another scandal right so they have to kick ed out of the band and so the first incident never happened, I guess. Steve did his cocaine in peace. Yes. He was not bothered at Great. by okay. the officers. Okay. Or it was baking soda. Or whatever, whatever he said <laughs> yeah, it was. Okay. So, um, so man, what a different Benega lady is this. This is the best universe, I think. Hmm. Where, I think where we just get Steve songs. Do you, cause you do you think Steve would let the other band members even have a, have a, have a fucking, I mean, he let Ed, Ed have songs. Well, yeah, but that, it started with Ed and Steve. Jim had songs back in the day. Oh, well, I guess so, yeah. But then when we went like four albums without a Jim or a Kev or anything like that. I wonder that. if that was just because Jim didn't feel Andy like got it. a song. Yeah, Andy got a fucking song, yeah. So I think, yeah, he would totally be down, as long as they were funny. <laughs> That's the thing. They have to be, it has to be an in the drink Steve or a wanted it to be, Steve wanted them to be a, a more like adult and also experimental band, I thought. Which is great. So, I like that. So they're all over the place now. Yeah. I think Every so. album is a different theme. I think, Every yeah. album is a different musical style. I fucking love that. This is the this is the dream universe. It is? I think. Is it for, it is for me. Mm. Is it not for you? I think the tie bot would be. <laughs> okay, sure. You, you still get, have You get rid theme. of uh, ostensibly the, not the weakest musician, but like the weakest link in BNL, the one that contributes the least to the process, I think. Probably true. Or at least from my perspective, yeah. just have listened to them. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think that we get bare naked ladies and we get a drummer machine. Yeah. I just think excising Ed, Ed has been kind of boring lately, but I think throwing Steve back in, you need Ed to break up Steve. But we have Kev, we have Jim. I don't think Kev has the Kev or Jim have the power to overpower Steve. Steve is a powerful demon, but they used to be, I don't know. I don't think so. I think, I think without Ed helping them, they get over. It's just all Steve all the time. I think it's the Steve, the Steve page band. All right. Hey. Steve Page Band featuring nobody. So you think they would break up eventually? No, I think it's just the Steve Page Band. Okay. What they, what they immediately changed their name to the Stephen Page Band. Stephen Page Band. The Stephen Page Experience. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Well, Matt, did that answer your question? Was it funny? Was it interesting? Was it kind? Was it thoughtful? Write us back. Find out, find out <laughs> next week. Bye. All right. Ebbo knocked it out of the park. 
We always this, do. A fucking... This is... We watched it out of the National Park. Coming up on the end. We took that rhino skull, just kicked it right out of the National yeah, Park. Yeah, we did. Get those rhinos out of the park. Good times. They don't deserve it. Um, What do you have coming up? Big big plans? Big bang theory. Big plans for the summer? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to go see Joe Para. Hey, that's exciting. We got Joe Para tickets. Yeah. Cleveland. Cleveland. Um, okay. That's pretty much all that's coming. Cool. It's, still, it's still pandemic, so I'm not uh, not doing, not planning a lot of activities. But is it really? Yes. Okay. <laughs> that makes I have sense. friends and family who are immunocompromised, so yeah. I but are keep... they really? Yes. Oh. Okay. Well, that, that explains it. Uh, okay. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna be licking tables at Golden Corral, mm. <laughs> and that'll be that. I'm gonna uh, be COVID testing the chocolate fountain. Oh my God! The chocolate fountain will be back. Oh, so did, did Golden Corral go bankrupt or something? No. It's still around? Yeah. Oh, yeah, because the people who are going to go to Golden Corral, they're oh, going yeah. to be anti-vaxxers. They saw you they're, through COVID, yeah. I, I sure. believe, like, the people, yeah, I, I don't want to, like, paint with a br- too broad a brush, but if you're going to Golden Corral, you probably don't mask up. Yeah. I went to Golden Corral. I masked up. Uh, I bet you get some dirty looks from guys in John Deere hats. A year ago, probably. Yeah, that was what, in this, God, that gorgeous June when everything was fine again, <laughs> that wonderful time we were all vaxxed and Omicron didn't exist yet. Oh, good times. Ebo, mm-hmm. I'm going to plug the Ohio State Fair oh. in person this year. Oh, nice. Exciting times. Did they do like a, a virtual they one? They did a virtual one last year. Oh, I got to see the butter cow. No one was excited about that. Pretend uh, you're on a Ferris wheel. Pretend you're scared wee. because it's improperly maintained. <laughs> Pretend you ate too much food. Oh, man. I cannot wait to eat so many milk and cookies. Infinite oh, milk, 200 infinite cookies. Infinite milk was the best. God. More, more. <laughs> I was so thirsty and all. <laughs> Iced tea was like $20, and you get as much milk as you want. More. More. Oh, God. I can't wait to go back to the fair. And you could have chocolate or f- nor- not. <laughs> vanilla. Please. It's not vanilla because they don't flavor it with vanilla. Regular milk is vanilla. No, it isn't. It's white, but it's not vanilla flavored. White things are vanilla. Mm-mm. Coconut? I don't know. It's brown. you never seen a fucking coconut dummy? <laughs> coconut milk? What? That's Almond water. milk? Or the Whatever. They're all vanilla, I think. Paint? <laughs> I've licked the walls in here titanium, many Titanium white. <laughs> Evan, I gotta go. Okay, see you later. Bye. But... <laughs> <laughs>